guys, welcome back to the Fit and Frugal podcast. I am your host, Tani Wind. You can find me on IG at Tanisaurus. Today I have here with me my friend Luis Baraza. 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 Um, can you tell me what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, in the e-commerce space. I run a logistics company. Um, and now I own this beautiful podcast studio. So pod, 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 pod spot LV. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just, you know, trying to make it out here in Vegas, new to Vegas, been out here two and a half years, um, originally from Sacramento. Um, how long ago did you start entrepreneurship? That's a cool story because, so I'm from Sacramento, um, and I've always had a job throughout college. I went to college up in Sacramento and uh, I've always wanted to get into business and I, and I've had multiple small failed businesses throughout my, through while I was in college, while I was in college, one of the first businesses I ever started was a, a t-shirt screen printing business. Oh, so cute. I spent like $2,000 on equipment and then I just never, it just sat in my garage for like the whole time. I never did anything with it except for make t-shirts for like my fraternity parties. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was like one of the first things I was like, I'm going to start a business, you know, yeah. failed. And then after that, I think I had a, I tried to do e-commerce, like Shopify dropshipping for a little bit, failed at that. And then I actually decided to just forget about business and I joined the military. And then while I was in the military, uh, I realized I hated being told, you know, what to do, how to act, you know, who to oh. be really just like, I wasn't allowed to be my own person, right? Because mm -hmm. you, when you're wearing the uniform, you're a soldier and you got to be whatever. And pretty much I started Googling how to make money online. And I What's the I, first thing that came up at that time? Well, really, it was dropshipping. It was just e-commerce was really because yeah. it was it was right around the time of uh, e of uh, COVID. Oh, I see. I, so I'm very new to the business side of stuff. So I always forget how new to business I am because I've only been in the game really for like two and a half years, three mm. years. When you know some of my friends have been doing business for fucking five, ten plus years, and I'm just mm. like just a I'm just a little little what's the word? A little, little baby shark. A little baby shark compared <laughs> to these guys, but you know I feel like I have. You know, not to toot my own horn. I've come a decent way in two and a mm -hmm. half years. But, yeah, that's how I got into business was I Googled how to make money online, and I found dropshipping. And the next thing you know, I bought a course, and that was that was history. And that was the very beginning of COVID. That was, like, February, March of 2020. Yeah. And then all of that led me to where I am now. All while all, I was in the military, Googled how to freaking make money online, and then here I am. How miserable was the, the military on? I, like your spiritual being. I know some people love love it or maybe not love it, but they need it. But for mm. me, my personality, I just I, I couldn't stand being told, you know, who to be. I couldn't I had to be myself. You you know me. I'm very obnoxious. <laughs> I'm loud. I'm like I'll any you put me in any room, I'm just like talking to everybody and I'm like ah and I just don't shut the fuck up. And That's how we became friends, bro. Yeah, and then when you're in the army, it's like you have to put on this hat and you're like and it, it took like it was like the complete opposite of who I was. Do you have a beard in the army? No, you weren't allowed to. I was I'm I feel like beards are makeup for men. You know, it like, is. I, I'm like very unattractive without a beard. And I'm not ready, you know, like average at best <laughs> but you know i saw your econ videos two years ago without a beard yeah yeah <laughs> so didn't have a beard didn't have any money so yeah either so yeah, yeah money came with the beard i guess yeah. the beard came with the money sure i bought it i bought the beard yeah is it overcompensating yeah. for something or is it just amplifying uh, your money it's like do i, beards I make think it's look... just i don't think it's compensating for it i think i just prefer having a beard yeah versus not having a beard you know <laughs> can't take that i remember you showed me a video and i was like i can't it doesn't take look seriously. like me i feel like it it's doesn't. not me yeah it's and like almost have... a doppelganger but it's not yeah and i went through a phase where i had like long hair too and then 
I go through phases. I think everybody does. But like right now, I'm going through like a bald phase where I just I'm shaving my head every week. Because I'm like I started thinning, and I'm like, you know what? I might as well embrace the bald. I don't want to yeah. be like that guy holding on to his hair when it's like thinning. Britney Spears, two thousand eight. Yeah. Or well, I mean, yeah, but she embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to I want to embrace it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna be bald. If I didn't have a beard, I think I would try to hold on to my hair. But I think bald and a beard is a look. So. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you're wearing a hat all the time? Well, I just like I've always been a hat guy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not really because of the hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, you know what's interesting? There's a lot of people that can't really handle failures or can't even admit that they failed at a business. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a different mindset to go into entrepreneurship. It's not even the stomach to, like, lose money or to admit that you failed. It's an ego thing. It's an ego thing, yeah. right? Like, you can't even admit, like, all right, I, I fucked up. I lost money. Like, yeah. let's move on. But I think people really get stuck in that like denial phase of like no i can make it work i can make it work that's so right funny because <laughs> uh, i was just shooting a podcast with my friends and we were talking about the same exact topic how mm-hmm. social media has glorified business and even mm-hmm. though has glorified entrepreneurship and it's just like it's not pretty like like right now like i'm burning through cash trying to make this other business run right like i have mm-hmm. a logistics company uh warehouse where i service e-commerce sellers i have my own e-commerce store i have this warehouse and now i have this podcast studio um, but it's like, I'm not making money. Technically I'm, I'm running on a negative, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's all part of the game and people don't like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the last two years, anybody could make money. It was just like printing money from the internet. Everybody was spending money on everything, but then this little mm-hmm. recession hit and you know, it's cool. Luckily I'm fairly liquid, so I'm not worried about it. I know it'll work. It's just, you know, getting all your systems and processes in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like people glorify business and it's not fun. It's, it, it's cool and it looks good on social media, but it's hard. Like. I got a kid on the way and I'm like barely able to be home right now because I'm trying to make this new business work and mm-hmm. stuff. But I wouldn't trade it for anything because I would hate to, you know, while I was in the military, I almost missed my first kid's birth because I had to be where I had to, I had to be where I was told to be. Mm. I wasn't in charge of myself. So I'd rather I think it was a, a Shark Tank episode. Uh, Mark Cuban's uh, it was like a Mark Cuban quote. And he was like, I would rather work for, for myself and make $70,000 a year than you know work for anybody else and make millions i was like yeah i think i Mm -hmm. i at the end of the day even i don't know what my goal is financially i I feel like it's more of like as cliche as it sounds it's more of a journey i think i'm just having fun yeah and i don't really have like a i don't everybody has a number like i want to reach you know deck a millionaire i want to reach this and that i don't really have a goal there i just i'm just having fun seeing what happens yeah so and that comes with a lot of failures too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I, it's a lot of failures. <laughs> I understand that. And the ego thing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think the ego thing for sure for mm-hmm. like is a big thing with me because I I'm fooling myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, especially putting myself around these other successful people, sometimes it's like a reality check. I'm just like, damn, I, I really ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn, I'm just a baby millionaire yeah. compared to these fuckers. Yeah, like I remember um, yeah. it's funny one of my my we were I'm in a group chat group chat with a bunch of guys and like um somebody jokingly said that the other day. They're like, Oh, I pulled up next to so and so's cars and I realized I wasn't shit, so I gave up. <laughs> and I was like, what? Fuck, that's accurate. <laughs> what do you mean? What like, kind of car? Like it, I don't remember what car it was, but it was like essentially, you know, you always think you're hot shit until you look, you know, yeah. like you look there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. Know? So right now like I feel like my ego is really hard to keep in check because 'cause I'm like because I'm, first of all, not making any money. I'm burning cash. Luckily, again, mm-hmm. I'm liquid. I have my rentals and everything, so I'm good. But getting a new business going is hard. So it's like, mm-hmm. 
um, your ego takes a big hit when you're not when you're negative cash flow. But it's part of the game. Mm -hmm. It's part of the game. Yeah. What's the difference between drop shipping and FBA? Drop shipping is essentially a fulfillment method. So it's like when you're drop shipping, you never touch the physical inventory. So I, I buy something from, so say I'm selling the screwdriver. Mm -hmm. uh, this customer buys a screwdriver from me, but then I just go buy that screwdriver from another place and ship it directly to them. Mm -hmm. Versus with FBA, you have to buy the inventory before it actually sells. So then I have to go buy the screwdriver, ship it to my warehouse, package it up nicely, send it off to Amazon, and then Amazon sells the screwdriver. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like... With FBA, you have to, it's a little bit more capital intensive because you have to um, buy the inventory before you ever sell it versus mm -hmm. with F, with drop shipping, you sell it before you ever buy it. I see. Yeah. What's so the margin for profit? The difference? Um, for both, it's it's between 10 and 15% on average. So, like, you sell, mm -hmm. so like, you sell a thousand bucks, you're mm -hmm. probably gonna make 150 bucks ish. Yeah. yeah. So, it doesn't that's, really matter. That's like right? gross. So, not mm -hmm. including overhead and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. But yeah. And expenses and yeah, yeah yeah especially with the warehouse there's a lot more but mm -hmm. with the warehouse i'm not i'm a i'm a i'm a logistics company so like i service other people's products mm -hmm. yeah so with the uh, fit and frugal kind of like the values of where i wanted to take the brand yeah um it's essentially looking at like money and things around money in like five different kind of pillars like you gotta make more money grow it, protect it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. save and like learn how to spend it wisely too. Okay. Because money isn't just like a thing. It's like, it's a very tangible thing, but at the same time, it's not that tangible. Yeah. I mean, at the you end know? of the day, it's just numbers on a screen. Yeah. I, I, I remember hearing that and I'm just like, that's really true. You really yeah. look back. Unless you have it in front of you, like a ton of cash. Yeah. But even then it's like, you know. there's not that much. I think it's like over 90% of like the money in the economy is not even available in cash. It's mm -hmm. all just numbers on screens. It is. So it's like, that's crazy to think about because you're just like, that's your network. Doing right three, there. You're just doing things in the world to make these numbers on a screen go bigger because you never actually hold the cash. Mm -hmm. How many, what was the last time you had like $20,000 cash? I'm Asian, so it's a little different. Okay. <laughs> I was raised. Not in your mattress, you know? <laughs> but like, it, like, most people don't ever. Touch cash. <laughs> They'll pull out a few hundred bucks here and there, yeah, when yeah. you're going to a vacation or whatever. But really, it's all just numbers on a screen. Yeah. So it's it's always a trip to me to think, like, we're doing all this shit mm -hmm. to make these numbers on the screen go up. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Especially, like, you say you're running in the red and, like, burning cash. But you're not really burning cash. You're burning kind of, like, a part of yourself, too. Yeah. I feel like once I start losing money. Yeah, it's I'm, your ego is taking a ego. hit. Yeah, your ego. My ego is <laughs> taking a hit for sure. But I think yeah. being able to talk about it is, like, a lot of people don't want to do that. They, yeah. Because everybody's like, yeah, look at me. I'm making all this mm -hmm. money. And it's like. Bro, you know, I yeah. had a couple mil last year. Nobody's you know? talking about their losses. Nobody's talking about because yeah. everybody likes to, you know, fluff shit up for the mm -hmm. social media, which yeah. including me, like I've done it, you know, like <laughs> I'll fucking post the good months, the revenue on Amazon or whatever, and then yeah. not post the bad months. <laughs> and other bad months. What are you doing? Are you eating cup noodles like me at home or what? I mean, no, luckily <laughs> I, I've had a couple, again, I had a good couple years and I wasn't very... How do I say it nicely? I wasn't an idiot and I didn't go mm -hmm. blow all my money. So mm -hmm. I had a good couple of years and I have a good and I put a lot of it into real estate. Mm -hmm. So I have cash flow. So I have rentals. I have my VA disability, which uh, and then I saw so it. So I'm good. Like I'm taking care of every month. Um, it's just like my business isn't making money. I'm still making money, if that makes sense. But just mm -hmm. the business isn't. Yeah. So it's like 
And the business is, doesn't mean it's not growing. It's just we're burning cash to get everything in place. You know, there's a lot of systems and things that go into building a warehouse. You know, we got to buy equipment, forklifts. We got to buy pallet racks. Like, mm -hmm. all that stuff's expensive. So it's like coming from a, somebody who's only ever done internet business, uh, a, a buddy of mine, well, Steve, you, you, I think you know Steve or you've mm -hmm. met, I've mentioned him before. Um, he actually told me, he said, dude, like, internet business, every, it's, it's easy because your, your overhead is a laptop. <laughs> You know, yeah. everything's done from your lap. He's like, you're and starting a, a yeah, mm -hmm. you're starting like a legitimate like brick and mortar business. Like you have, you're gonna have, a, you're gonna burn through a lot of cash. You're gonna do all this, and it's just setting it up. You can't be mm -hmm. discouraged that you're losing all this money because you're not. I mean, you're just tying up money in equipment. You're tying up money in you know mm -hmm. your systems and processes. Like I'm tying up money, obviously, in employees, mm -hmm. ads, you, mm -hmm. you know, all this other stuff that, and and we're not producing a positive cash flow yet. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're 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 on a slight negative. It's not too much, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm building every day, and I see the progress. So it's like he's like, if you see, I, I, I talk to Steve a lot. He's like, if you see progress, and just keep going. He's like, don't give up too soon. And mm -hmm. I and time horizon, it's like it's only been like half a year. Yeah. So it's a, and for a new business, that's like not even that much. Six, it's not. six months. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of this is why I'm starting to see a lot of people throwing the towel around six months. And it's like, yeah, you get discouraged when you see that, you know, your cash reserves go down trying to build a new business. This is right around the time that I'm letting go of one of my business that I yeah. think I was sharing with you, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting take on it, because I think when I met you, you were still flipping. And yeah. then, like, months later, you're like, fuck flipping. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm doing way too many things. Well, that's things. a funny story, because... Uh, it's a. Uh, I got to Vegas, and I had no friends. I didn't know anybody here. I didn't know you. I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. So, and, and uh, it was. Uh, I was doing ecom, and ecom's cool, but it's lonely because <laughs> you're just on your laptop in your room or in your <laughs> office, right? Because everything's online. You you're don't like talk a to cam people. Girl. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, when I got to Vegas, I was like, I'm gonna flip houses. You know, let's go. Because my wife was. A, a, she's a realtor, and she was like gonna get involved in real estate out here, and I was like, cool, like. I'll just flip houses during the day and do e-com at night because e-com is 24-7. Like, the internet mm -hmm. doesn't close, right? Mm -hmm. So that didn't work because then I started getting just distracted and then from my e-com with the flipping. So I just stopped flipping. But, yeah, when we met, I was flipping, like, one or two at a time. I think I only ended up flipping, like, five or six houses. Mm -hmm. And I made some money off of it. I'm not, like, mad that I did it. But I think ultimately it distracted me from, like, my main bread and butter, which I was already good at. Why was I trying to get good at something that I never had done before? When I was already making money with the e-com stuff. Yeah. Did you ever lose money on a flip? Um, I lost money on uh, the last flip I did with uh, with, with the partner. Mm. <laughs> yeah. With the partner. How much? Like? Uh, I lost like 35, 40K. Like is that individual or together? That was just me. It mm -hmm. was a very messy deal. So Walking his name will it. not be spoken. Uh, <laughs> but uh, essentially I got into business with this guy and... We thought everything was going to be cool, and then we, we ended up buying, like, at the peak of the market, like, mm -hmm. July of last year. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, at, as the market was turning. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just as expected. The market took a little dip, and that terrible timing, we, we couldn't sell the property. We couldn't we, – we were not able to sell the property at a, at a, at a profit. Mm -hmm. We were pretty much going to take a loss on it, and he didn't want to take a loss. And I was like, dude, it's part of the game. Like, I'll take a loss. Like, let's just sell it get rid of it and mm -hmm. wipe our hands clean. Um, but – Long story short, he ended up buying it at cost. So pretty much whatever we were into the property for, he mm -hmm. refinanced out of it or something. Mm -hmm. And then I just took my loss and I walked away with my... So I lost. I, I lost 30, 40, 35, 40K. He at least got a house with equity, which mm -hmm. cool for him. But like I ended up taking a loss on supposedly a 50-50 partnership. And then 
pretty much we didn't talk about talk talk after that flip and we yeah i kind of got blamed for it saying that i went over budget but that's like dude we just bought the house at a terrible time yeah but we bought it at the peak of them we bought it at the peak of the market i knew that shit was looking too pretty and i was like bro like it's not a good time to buy and then i just got i just did it you know but at the end of the day we all got to take our own losses and we all have to take our own lessons and i learned that just because you're a really good friend with somebody doesn't mm. mean that you need to go into business with them yeah let's talk more about that it's because i think people I think have this gloss over them to where it's yeah. like, oh, I vibe with this person. We should go into making money and stuff together. Yeah. Like, what kind of, what kind of like? That was a big thing lesson that I. Well, I mean, there's a video that I watched on. It was Alex Tremosi's video, and he talks about how, um, your partner is damn near should be like the opposite of you, mm -hmm. right? Because you want to, you don't want to partner with somebody who's good at the same shit that you're good at. Mm -hmm. So, you just want an echo, like an echo chamber. Yeah, so it's because then, <laughs> then it's like, why bring somebody on and give them fifty yeah. percent of the fucking profit or whatever the percentage is mm -hmm. when you're gonna do the exact same thing? Mm -hmm. So most of the time, it's like you can be friends with somebody and do business, but make sure that you guys are good at different aspects of the mm -hmm. business. Me and this guy were like just very similar. Like mm -hmm. we we're like, yeah, we just hit it off from the day we met, and we just we kind of became like butt buddies for like a solid, you know, <laughs> couple months. Yeah. You know, like hanging out all the time, whatever. Mm -hmm. We ended up going to, you know, out of town for like a minute. Cool, whatever. Like, again, I, I still like the guy, but I would just never do business with him. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, so I mean, that that was kind of that. But I would say a lesson there is just, just because you're friends with somebody doesn't mean that you have to do business with them. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you see that friendship recovering? I don't know. I don't know. Right now, it's just like I'm so busy building my my other businesses now that I don't even have time to really talk to people that aren't helping me build my business right now. Mm -hmm. He hasn't like reached out or anything to try no, to No, like we, we see each other like here and there, but it's it's like, yo, what's up? It's not like we hate each other. It's just yeah. we're not, we're just not like, I don't know. Yeah. Is being able to talk about money and losing money like one of the first steps in vetting someone that you can potentially partner with? No, I don't think so. I think the biggest thing is just making sure that expectations are set which we kind of did, but not really. And then one of the things is just, again, making sure that they're good at other aspects of the business. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. I think when people are too similar, they're not going to be good partners. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys underwrote together. You guys did numbers yeah, together we, and stuff. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't even, that's another thing. It's like, we were just all over the place. We, I think we did the numbers, like, not even on a legitimate spreadsheet. It was just, like, just kind of, like, like, ball, like, semi ballparking shit just what kinda, yeah it was just like whatever it was so unorganized and that was kind of on me because technically the numbers side was supposed to be me yeah you're the logistics uh, person with yeah the logistics so that, that was background. me but he, he was doing he was like heavy construction side because apparently he had a construction background mm -hmm. um but then like he was estimating a certain cost and then we went over budget and mm -hmm. somehow that was my fault is what he said but <laughs> yeah but anyways yeah um yeah i mean it's just you know, again, just because somebody's just because you like somebody doesn't mean you need to do business with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna cry? Uh, no, no. I want to make sure you cry on this podcast. You can't make me cry unless we talk about. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, uh, but yeah. Yeah. No, so you know when we're sitting here, uh, when I was talking to Jay and stuff yesterday too, we're we're admiring this space. Like how how did it come to you that like okay. I want to make a podcast studio oh yeah i mean i'm very impulsive <laughs> um and somebody told i just hit the mic 
uh, I was talking to this kid, and he mentioned it, and I had the extra space because I this was essentially just my office. Um, I had just my desk in this corner, and it was cool. But I but I was like, you know, what, what can I really do to maximize the value out of this place? And I always wanted to start my own mm-hmm. podcast. And uh, initially, that that wasn't the intent behind the studio. It was really just uh, the way that I saw it was. It's a one-time investment, and after that, it's just gonna provide semi-passive income, and it'll mm-hmm. just meet. It'll just have me meet cool people because I've already had a couple cool podcasts just meeting people in here, mm-hmm. and it's it's not even my podcast. Like you had Jay in here, like that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure you'll have other people and like mm-hmm. so on, but I think it's just a good networking tool. And again, the biggest thing was it's a one-time expense. Most of the things that I bought still hold their value. I can sell everything in here if I really change my mind, mm-hmm. and. It's just cool to have. And then it's a one-time investment, and it's just going to provide a semi-good return passively because I'm not really planning on pushing it too hard. It's really just like a fun little side thing. Mm -hmm. And if it does turn into something cool, if it doesn't, I have zero expectations. If this room makes zero dollars, I'm almost okay with that as long as it doesn't take my time. Obviously, when it starts taking my time, I need to make some money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I mean, it it wasn't like a huge... Like, oh, I need to make this work. It was just like a little side passion project. I was like, fuck it. Like, mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. eventually you're going to need to rent out space anyways. Yeah. And from the coast, I've been telling you what other people roughly yeah. are ballpark charging. Yeah. So, you know, like that comes out of our pocket. That's yeah. And I started about. doing the math and yeah. it's like, it's pretty so, cool because it was uh, just to be very mm-hmm. open with the numbers. I spent about 10 grand. That's mm-hmm. it. Like furnishing it, buying all the cameras, the computers, the equipment, the my everything. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I already had was the couch, this couch. Uh, everything else I bought, and uh, just specifically mm-hmm. for this studio. And I was like, "Cool, it's a ten thousand dollars investment. The average market rate for other studios is like four to five hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. Mine's not going to be the greatest, but I'll only charge three hundred. Mm-hmm. And I did the math. It's like twenty five or thirty hours to make my money back. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, 35, 20, 25, 35 hours to make my money back. And after that, it's just free equipment and then i can use it to do my own podcast and anybody who wants to keep coming back they can shoot their podcast Mm -hmm. and it's a a lot of people don't know don't they want to like have their own studio at home but they don't know half the stuff behind the scenes on how to do Mm -hmm. it and that's like the value play for people like that's why you're here right you you go to other studios as well but it's like because you just want to show up and talk you don't you don't want to like have to deal with everything else <laughs> i started mobile actually like my yeah. first 12 episodes has been mobile yeah so it's been like our and the own mobile setup. ones are a lot less work right mm, you would think so but oh no yeah oh. it's because you got to find the venue is pretty much like coordinating an event of the day yeah how many times coming from logistics like i came from logistics of event yeah. planning so it sounds easy to me but when i looked into the logistics of setting up a like an entire studio, I'm like, I don't want people at my house, first of all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> first so, of all, I don't want people coming in my house. Like, yeah. we ain't that close. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't yeah. mind spending money to just show up and talk. Yeah. And then it, it, it simplifies your life. Mm-hmm. How much time are you getting back now that you don't have to go and find a venue? Yeah. Do that and this. So it's And that's not just you. It's other people, too. I'm like, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then the whole podcast industry is kind of blowing up. So I'm like, yeah. okay, it's a good little side opportunity. Yeah. Which... I still kind of like uh, don't regret, but I feel like it might be distracting me from the main thing. But at the same time, again, <laughs> it's not like a huge project. It's just for it's just for fun. Yeah. And I wanted to have my own podcast, so I'm like, cool. Do 
you feel like that's a trait for entrepreneurs? Is like a slight ADHD of yes, and that, that's uh, and that's not good. It's not good. I have it. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's the, we can sit here and the, openly talk about it. The shiny object syndrome it's or fucking whatever. Terrible. Yeah, and it's um, it's I think being able to control it has been something that I've been working on slash flexing, <laughs> flexing that muscle, because there's been a lot of things that I've wanted to do in the last three four months, and I'm and uh, I'm trying to just stay on track with the with the logistics. Excuse me, and the ecom stuff, and it, you know, and I was good, but then again, the only reason I did this was because I, it was a one-time investment, and then it's semi-passive. Once it's built out, there's not much to do. Mm-hmm. If it gets booked out, cool. If it doesn't, whatever. I don't care. You have but a nice it, office. Yeah, it's yeah. not like um, I'm not relying on this to pay anything. This mm-hmm. is just extra for fun. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I did it. It's like I don't want to have to. I don't want the stress of having to push it. Obviously, it's still a business. I wanted to make money, mm-hmm. but like, it's not a business that I'm like. I need to make this work. Mm-hmm. You know, like like my other ones, I'm like, I'm stressed out about, right? I'm trying to make them work. Mm-hmm. This is just like, oh, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. So it's more like a a business project or how, how would I say it? Like a business, it's still a business, but it's like a fun business. It's not like one that yeah. I'm really relying on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I'm just doing it because it, it was a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. And plus there's about probably like five to ten that's about to pop up right now because everyone that i'm talking to like oh you have a podcast i'm i'm thinking about starting a podcast too how'd you do it yeah i'm like uh <laughs> yeah well it's you know. my way <laughs> oh you mean like studios or you mean like like just people so, starting a podcast just starting a podcast yeah, topics yeah. and everything and then kind of like what we talked we about. have referral fees at pod spot <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but, uh, but yeah, no, that exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that once people see other people doing it, like it's very, it's not like they're incapable, but it's just the material behind it. Yeah. It's like, do you want to invest in a camera person? Like I did, like, I love the editor. I love the creative aspect of being mobile Yeah. just because it gives me the flexibility. And then I'm grateful for the relationships of the venues that I've been using. It's because it doesn't look so like, I don't know. Like the same all the time. Like if yeah. you if you're gonna watch all like 15th of my episodes so far, it's in like one, two, three, four, like six different settings. Yeah. So it looks kind of cool. So I'm testing it out to see what my vibe is and what I like because I'm still in the experimental yeah. stage. I agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you why I disagree yeah. a little bit? It's so your brand, right? It's mm-hmm. like people. It's like you know, uh, what's the big podcaster? Rogan. Mm-hmm. Same set every single day. Mm-hmm. It's because people want it's. You want, they want, when you're, essentially you want it to become part of your brand or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you have different things all the time, it's just, I think it's all, it's almost, it's almost going to be distracting from your message. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured out too. Yeah. Cause a lot of the settings on the first couple episodes, like the sound sounds different. Exactly. Like the echo sounds different. Yep. Like, like you gotta I'm worry sitting about different, stuff. like yeah. I'm sitting in a different chair every time. And Another thing is, um, I like this podcast like setup when you do like the couches and stuff, because mm-hmm. um, you just I feel like the guests get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Versus you know the podcast setup where it's like a, a table, it's yeah. like a table with the mics on it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's very stiff, and you're just like, hi. Like, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I don't like that. Like I was on yeah. a, one podcast where it was like a table, and we're like facing, we're, we're like you know face to face, and it just felt very like an interview. Yeah. Versus right now, it's like. I kind of get like a chill vibe and, mm-hmm. it, and it, I feel like it just really loosens people up to just want to talk yeah. and it's like a comfortable couch, you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. 
And that's, that's um, my but that's, too. that's my opinion. So yeah. some people like the whole table uh, table one. Mm-hmm. That would have been way cheaper to do. If I just got a table and threw some mics on it, that would yeah. be way easier. <laughs> but I, I thought it was yeah. cooler to kind of make it like a space, make it like a little vibe. Yeah, yeah, I did the whole table thing, the headphone thing. I've shot one in the car, like an actual mobile one from a car. While you were driving? No, we oh. didn't drive. Fuck that, oh. dude. <laughs> yeah. That's very risky. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's mostly like learning, I think, your brand, too. Yeah. It's like, what do I like? Like, what do I have time for? And that's why this week's kind of like an alignment is because I'm like, I just got to show up and talk like no one else. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I feel like it's, um, if you can do it, it's like the best to be able to just like your tomorrow you said you're shooting three. Like, if you have the energy for that, by all means, that, that I feel like that's the most efficient way is just fucking bang them out. Mm-hmm. But for, I, I did one today, like as a host, and I'm just like. I'm tired. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, no. I was like, one in, one a day as a host, unless it's like I'm like have a lot of energy that day or something. But yeah, like hosting is like you have to like, it's a whole different like. Uh, how do you say it? You have to make the conversation flow. Mm-hmm. You have to make it like yeah. You actually have to listen to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> number exactly. one thing. Yeah, like right now, I'm just like kind of shooting from the hip. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> this is your job, right? You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> it's your job as a host to make oh, yeah. to, to make the conversation flow. Yeah. And like as a host it's so much it's so different. But, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've shot with people where it's really hard to connect with them and I feel like I'm interrogating them almost and they're just when it's very so stiff. awkward. Yeah, yeah. My first one I was really stiff too. It's just because I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of cameras, that's a lot of lights pointing at me and I've yeah. never been in that setting before. Yeah. And it's very like noticeable that it's there. Yeah. Now lately I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think like it's a it's candid just, conversation. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah. And the first time I was just like, oh my God, Hi, I have my to name is Tony. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I didn't do any intro yeah. or outro. I, didn't... I just did that on the last one with, that yeah. I shot with Steve. I was just like, hey, this is uh, whatever. And then I was like, okay. Because like, it's, it's a fucking camera. It's weird. We're right? Just... Like you have to look at it. And yeah. it's like, which one do I look at? Yeah. Like, which so, one do I talk to? Yeah. yeah, which was funny. Tell me about your podcast, Wieners Only. Uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's a very new project as well and that's just uh again i feel like i'm using it kind of in a selfish way which just to be honest i think what i know enough people in business to have some high level guys on it where mm-hmm. i can be selfish with the questions and and get their get their advice and their mentorship i guess for like an hour mm-hmm. i can have them on you know talk about their story talk about whatever we want to talk about but then I can selfishly, you know, I get an hour of their time for, for, for free. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I, if I don't have to pay them for to be on the <laughs> podcast. But, you know, I selfishly can use those podcast uh, interviews or whatever you want to call it to kind of answer any questions that I may have that they might have the answers to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's cool. And the name of the podcast is Winners Only, not just because I only want to have winners, but it's like winners at everything, not just business, like just people at life, at relationships, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've only had two people on so far and so far so good, but again, it's like, uh, I don't expect it to go anywhere. I'm doing it mostly for fun. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, yeah, uh, same thing with the studio. It's like, I'm just going to do it. See what happens. Like, yeah. I'm not expecting to make a dollar from it. I'm not mm-hmm. you know, anything like that right now. Yeah. I think that's an- another thing with starting a business too, that you can't really be expecting it to make money from day one. Yeah. You just got to learn to play the game. And yeah. eventually, like, kind of attract that energy towards you. Yeah. Just be authentic about it. Because I've seen some people on their podcast. I'm like, ooh, you you are uncomfortable on your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the host. Like, yeah. You, are you breathing? Are you yeah. okay? <laughs> I think another thing is just, like, knowing when to walk away and being okay with taking losses. It sucks. But mm-hmm. some businesses don't work out. I've 
I lost a lot of money in some businesses, and it's just part of the game. Same man, I'm losing money sitting here right now. I gotta yep. make, I gotta take that loss. Yeah, too. it's hard, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Man. But I, I totally get that. I think that should be a free therapy session. Yeah. So of that value, like, of course you're bringing value to me too. It's because you're providing me a space. It's because I hit you up. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you always want to support your friend's business regardless of the yeah. monetary exchange or whatever. Yeah. That, that I guess we can touch on that. It's always because uh, you actually mentioned it yesterday through text. You were like, I don't want any miscommunication. And it's always hard to do business with friends because mm -hmm. you feel awkward asking them for money or something. Mm -hmm. Like one of my friends, um, she has a, a business in, in Sacramento. And it was like an event planning business or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she was helping us plan a baby shower. Mm -hmm. And it was like, and I remember just like doing it. And we were just doing it as friends that she forgot to ask for payment. And then I was like, wait, we never paid her. Mm. And then um, she just, she, we, we talked, I talked to her and she was just like, I just didn't know how to ask. Like, I, it was weird. Like, and it's like miscommunications happen all the time when mm -hmm. friends do business because people feel weird asking for money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was funny because I remember that baby shower. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was very direct over text. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, these are the rates. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> no, I asked give, you. Yeah, give me the money. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, yeah, I just, because obviously we know each other outside of this business and everything, so yeah. it's like, it's always weird to, like, use your friend's business if you don't make sure you, communication is very upfront. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Speaking on that, because I used to do events, too, and there's a lot of friends who, like, became family or whatever yeah. they just expect me to do shit for free and after a while i'm like this is really awkward but you gotta start paying me yeah and they're like oh but you know just help me out i'm like me helping you makes me lose thousands of dollars yeah. because event planning is not cheap yeah and they're like show me your real invoice i'm like this is how much i actually charge and they're like yeah i'm like anyways if you want to pay half of that that's cool you yeah, know, but yeah. <laughs> like even but then it's like that's another thing it's like if they're your real friends they won't ask for a discount if yeah. you offer it cool mm -hmm. but like when they start asking for discounts i'm like you're not no they friend. ask for help yeah they're like yeah. oh can you like use your skill to help us with this thing like, can you use your debit card to <laughs> 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 swipe it here <laughs> yeah i think it was last year that um i helped a friend out too and i forgot to ask for payment and i you just reminded me of a really awkward situation because i just talked to him recently yeah and i was like fuck i never got the payment because i like flew straight home after that and it's been like almost you never, a year. you never uh, you never asked for it i never asked because i fucking forgot but from like, the very beginning he was expecting to pay yeah like we talked about rates like we talked about all of this stuff too see but the fact that he never reached out like that is that that's shady yeah i don't know i don't know who you're talking about and i, I probably i'm probably friends with them maybe yeah but, like we're all friends with this yeah. person i just forgot yeah and now it's been like I don't know what the statute of limitations uh, for we can payment this is. Out. Is it Ed? <laughs> <laughs> Ed, come on. <laughs> Ed, I forgot. Is it for the bartending wedding? Yeah, I fucking yeah. totally I, why forgot. Did I just, why did I? Why did what? I? Why did I know? <laughs> Fuck, because we're friends, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, again, and I love Ed, so it's like I don't think he did that on purpose. I think yeah. maybe it was just a miscommunication. I don't yeah, know. and I think that was my yeah. fault too, because I I, I kind of forgot too, because yeah. I was like distracted with other things. Yeah, and now that it's been like like six months, eight months, whatever, and I'm like, oh, this is awkward, and like I wanted to catch up with him when he's here. Yeah, well, we'll leave that part. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally hey, hey, moving forgotten. on, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah. The, that's the that's why with the miscommunication thing, like I for. 
make I'm making you a know. mental note to know when to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, no, when I um even do business. Yeah. Like I'm speaking not just as a woman, but yeah. it's not like all girls do this, but I just don't be expecting shit for free. Yeah. Just because I know that that's a big thing out here. Like I don't want to like generalize yeah. everyone and everything. Yeah. But once you kind of step into a business, they're like, oh, why are you even paying? Like you're a girl, like you're attractive. Like yeah. ask for discounts. I'm like, I was like, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong as a girl, but yeah. I've never asked for anything. I'm like, what is it? Like, I think you know. even when they ask, I think it's better than when they assume. I feel like when mm. people assume it's an issue. When yeah. they ask, cool, maybe they're not mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. But like, don't always don't assume. I would at least ask. Yeah. But like, just people sometimes when people assume, it's like a whole different. Like thing. you can still negotiate. Like we negotiated. Yeah, we like, did. This is what but, I want to do this week. Boom. Let's yeah. make it work. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, meet you in the middle. Somewhere. I mean, we haven't even really finalized everything because that's because I trust you. Also, it's like if I yeah. didn't trust you, like it'd be a whole different. <laughs> you don't game. know where I live. You can't yeah. find me. <laughs> So it's like that's a whole different thing. It's like yeah, yeah, it's like I think it's also who you trust and who you don't trust and that. Yeah. But yeah, I think doing friends with business is like that's fine as long as you get again communication is very upfront from the beginning and you know the stage is set from the beginning. Like this is it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I think know. I did a good job at setting the stage with us with this studio? Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because because like with one other friend, like. They assumed that they were just going to use it for free <laughs> just because they were my friends. And I was like, what? No, well, yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah. And it was, uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but it was like, like, is that really like, I don't know. Like, it, uh, it was weird. And, and I was, I was just, transparent. I'm like, this is how much I'm paying. This is how much the other studio wants. Yeah, this and I was how like, I'm way I'm fucking getting. cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it was, uh, but we again, we talked about it from the beginning. Yeah. And it wasn't like a weird thing. Yeah. But this, Money shouldn't be weird between friends. But this thing, yeah. this this conversation happened. They're like, oh, like. When is it free and when can I use it? And I'm like, oh yeah, just let me know when. And I'm like, they're like, and I think, and I think I failed to bring it up, but it was just like they showed up and then I was like, okay, so these are the rates and they're like, oh, and I'm like, what did you mean? What do you mean? Like I'm taking time out of my day to do this. Like I yeah. have another business to run. Yeah. And like to be honest, like like it was like middle of the day. Like he showed up at like two o'clock and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. It was it was scheduled. But I think the expectation that he was going to be paying was mm. not because, uh, yeah, it was like a, like I have to take time out of my other business to do this. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was funny. And I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. yeah. And then he left. <laughs> but I was like, all right. <laughs> like, See, even between like two guys, I'm hearing that there's always miscommunications because you can't be assuming shit Guys are bad friendship. at communication. Yeah. Needs, wants, expectations. Got to be upfront. Yeah, yeah. I need this. Like I said, I'm like, I need this. And yeah. you want this because you're payment. I'm like, how do we meet in the middle? Yeah. Like, and then, and then, you know. uh, one other thing is that you told me that you were already, which I'm assuming you're friends with the people who own the other studios that you were using. But I, mm. I mean, if I ever have that opportunity where I can, if I'm already paying for a service and my friend starts a business that's doing that, I'd rather support my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, and I sent that yeah. text to you, right? Yeah, you're like, I'm a, I, you're, I think you said that. You're like, I, I'm already spending on this anyways. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, like, cool. Like, you should pull up it. that text. You know, like I'm just here to support you, bro. Uh, I don't know. Is that, just frame it on the said. wall. You know, I'm gonna just put this the, this text in the in oh, the, in, the, in, the in the freaking thing. <laughs> Are you gonna crop out this exact segment of like how I'm actually paying you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As a public She's service actually announced. paying me. <laughs> <laughs> There's but, no affiliate um, marketing, which there should be. There is though. <laughs> Uh, there is though we have we have referral fees are you going to the event next week with that influencer that is very generic 
The very big one in Vegas. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that is a very generic question. <laughs> yeah. Where we met, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because I think that's next week, but I'm trying to have a bunch of them because I, I have a lot of friends that are still in that mm-hmm. mastermind mm-hmm. and I'm marketing a lot of them for the podcast room. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that I'm, I'm charging their asses. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. going to just let it out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm going to, the TV happened again. Just grab the remote and just turn it off. I don't know why it keeps doing that. How, how do we turn on the screen? Yeah, just the little power button. What? How do we turn it back on the screen? Just turn it back on. You want to just pop? We can just keep recording and then crop it in? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll be back. <laughs> That's for your editors to worry about, not me. <laughs> it's, it's like weird. It keeps doing that. Yeah, but I have, like, it's, it's the TV that turns out, and it's not supposed to, because it's, cause I have it on the phone. Oh, I see, it's not connected to, uh, yeah. so now it's Maybe just a timer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, I don't know, but it should be good now. All right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Angle's still look good? He's got, like, five yeah, chins now. All right. And we're back. And we're back. But we never let my zippers down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 I didn't even look at your crotch the whole all time, right, dude. Right. My bad friend, or is <laughs> where were we at? And crop it in right here. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. So when you said like, um, you know, you still have liquidity because you have a kid on the way too. Yeah, and you have your current. He can kid, literally rider. be due today, tomorrow. He's due like any day. Oh my god, it's that like, is so oh, stressful, dude. I know. What the fuck? But my phone's on silent. What if she's in labor right now? <laughs> no, but but uh, she's like fucking Donnie. Yeah, man. yeah, but uh, yeah, do any day. Um, Roman Ace. Roman Ace. Yeah. What's the inspiration behind the name? I love when people ask that because it's literally just that it sounded badass. Roman Ace and Ryder. Ryder Cash. Ryder Cash. Roman Ace. Oh, you got pre tattoos? You mean this one's already born? I know, but. You got that one? Yeah, yeah. So you planned the name before the tattoo? Yes, I got the tattoo as soon as we decided officially on the name. Oh. Holy shit. So what is it? So with the business and everything and you have your cash flow, do you know exactly how your lifestyle is with two kids and a wife? Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, like, again, the business is burning cash and everything and we're, we're getting it going. But, like, I'm liquid enough to not work for a few years, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, and be chilling. So like, if I really can't make it work in three years then I'm really should be stressing out, but yeah. if I can't make it work in three or four years and I deserve to fail, <laughs> yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of people, I'm very grateful for the, op- for the position I'm in. And yeah, I think I still get stressed out. And sometimes I push that stress onto Lexi and you know, where I'm like, Oh, we're burning cash, you know, like, ah, oh. but it's <laughs> like, really we're fine. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, most people, I mean, statistically, I think it's like over 90% of America, like one bad car repair and they're fucking upside down and they're behind on their mortgage. Yeah. So it's like, I am in a good position and I'm not like ultra filthy rich, but I, I'm comfortable enough to, you know, I could take a few years off really mm-hmm. just, but obviously I would never do that. Cause then mm-hmm. essentially you got to use that time to build the yeah. next thing. Um, if the first thing isn't working. So I'm like, yeah, I'm again. The best way that I can phrase it is I'm 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 not comfortable. I'm definitely like, you know, swimming hard, but I'm not a uh, I'm not like drowning. I'm just yeah. like um I'm essentially using my life reserve, my boat. I got I got a life raft on right now. 
Yeah. I got a life vest. Yeah. I got a life vest, and we're good. But it's also just like, I don't got the boat yet. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't you have know? the yacht yet. These are terrible analogies. But yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm on, I'm, I got the lifesavers on, you know, the freaking, the, the life vest. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm swimming to the boat right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people don't share that too, right? Yeah. Because they only see the glamorous. Especially when your friends, you know, still are still doing well, even during these like recessions or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm. It's like, yeah, like I'm, um, but but at, the, but at the same time, it's like a lot of it's just all smoke and mirrors. Also, like they're just faking. Like a lot of your friends are just pretending to make money right now. Like a mm. lot. Like I feel like a lot of people's egos don't let them really tell the truth. Mm. And I'm cool telling the truth. I'm like, yo, bro, shit's hard right now. Like I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to learn this other shit. Like uh, yeah. I'm and I'm now because because uh, the last two years it's been so easy to sell anything. Mm. I could I could post an Instagram story and sell shit mm. because everybody had extra money. Like. Mm stimulus you had fucking all this money oh, yeah. being printed people were getting their their unemployment which was like four or five grand a month i think when what unemployment during covid was like almost four grand a month if you like qualified for it i think ah yeah it was like a lot people were getting just <laughs> what the fuck? people were just getting getting free money so <sighs> imagine not having to work and yeah. you're getting four grand a month like i was i was able to sell everything on instagram just through social media so i've never been a good marketer i never ran ads i never yeah. did any of that shit no PPC um, or whatever. Now like. I have to like really work for the people's money, right? So like mm -hmm. I need to give them a reason to give me their money because now it's like hard-earned money for the most part. Mm -hmm. So now I have to figure out how to run ads to start marketing. I'm trying to figure out how to do other marketing channels for the business, whether it's cold DMs, whatever. I'm trying shit out. I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And it's like people are so scared to like talk about eating shit because eating shit sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm eating shit right now. Like, And then like I'm over here fucking – I still have – two or three clients that I'm trying to service their stores. So I'm like, I'm eating shit for other people. And now it's like, I got other money, other people's money on the line. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's hard. But it's at the same time, again, most people would still kill to be in a position that I'm in to be able to fail and still be fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and, and again, I don't even call it failure. I think it's like, a lesson. L is for learning, not for losing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but can't. Winners only, right? Yeah, winners only, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so, a, I mean. It's another step I think to, like, a winning being a lesson. winner is, is uh, as cliche as it sounds, I think you got to lose a lot to be a winner. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody just started winning day yeah. one. Because if you make two grand, you probably lost ten grand. Something, yeah. If you yeah, make two mil, know. you probably lost ten mil before that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. What's that saying? Is that you got to lose thousands to make millions, mm -hmm. lose millions to make billions, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing money at this thing and just not this podcast room, like the businesses in general and just mm -hmm. trying to make them work. But it's uh, if they don't, then I can always pivot in a year. Yeah. My, my, so I did give myself like a time frame. Um, essentially, I gave myself a year to see if I see any progress. Mm -hmm. And if, it, if, I, if I don't see anything happen from a year from now, which I'm at four months technically. So essentially just this year, January. So by, if by December, so we're about I have six months left. Mm -hmm. If I don't see any sort of progress or like, you know, light at the, light at the end of the tunnel type thing, mm -hmm. I'm just going to pivot. Like, we'll see what happens. Like, if mm -hmm. I have to leave e-com in general, cool, I'll leave e-com. Um, again, luckily I have my rentals and I have mm -hmm. my other things that keep me afloat. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what's next. Mm -hmm. I'm 28. Also, people always, like, I always mm -hmm. feel like I'm old, but I, I got so much fucking time. Like, yeah. There's guys that I know that didn't start doing anything until they were in their, like, mid-30s. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you got time, dude. Mm -hmm. You got time. And that's still young, too. Because yeah. there's a lot of people in their 40s and 50s that's restarting their life that's over, That's what I'm saying. Too. So it's like, all right, I got time to fuck up. Like, this is yeah. fuck up time. And, yeah, it's it's scary to 
time to fuck up with two kids, but at the same time, it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> yesterday, I was like, hey, I'm fucking up. Like, this is how much money I'm fucking losing. Yeah, we were talking but about that. But it's the first year that you know I'm not I, doing anything else. I want to sincerely apologize because I, I, I actually got you involved in that business, but it's like <laughs> I ended up losing over a hundred, like a lot of money yeah. like, in that business. And it's like, yeah. and, I, and right now I'm not losing money in that business, but I'm, I'm. Floating? Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's it was a bad it. timing. Yeah. It was like, and the shitty part is, it's mm-hmm. like, it was a lot of our friends. Yeah. That, that, I need to cut the cords. That was me. That was, see, that's the accountability yeah. that I had to take. It's, I should have just followed my gut. Yeah. But statistically speaking, I'm like, oh, I'll give it six months. Cause yeah. I gave myself a timeline too. And then once the six month hit last month, I should have fucking pulled the yeah. plug. And I'm on the end of the six months. It's funny months. cause you said you talked to our other friend. He's like, dude, I cut, I, I broke it off a lot a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it, and again, it was a lot of our it was a lot of my friends that I got involved. And yeah. I, and again, how do I explain it? I would have never got my friends involved if I didn't think it was a successful business model. Yeah. Right. So like, it was Ed. I think Renee, Ed's mm-hmm. partner, bought a couple stores. I think. Are uh, we cutting this part out or what? I don't care. I I, I, I talk to the outsellers that we can if we want. But yeah. again, multiple people bought stores for me, and now mm-hmm. it's like I feel bad because mm-hmm. they lost money, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Like mm-hmm. that's part of business too. And, it's and, not, and it's like your reputation is on the line also because yeah. now I don't feel comfortable selling anything right now until I get this new business going. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to get back into you know coaching and teaching people how to make money online. I don't think I'll do automation again, but I think I will do like a handheld service. Like, hey, let me let me help you run your own store versus mm-hmm. do it for you type thing. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I had a, like a bad situation it was really good for like a year and a half two years and then it just like all went downhill in a matter of like six months yeah i think everyone i talked to like all their shit start yeah like set on fire all at once it literally no it was if you talk to anybody in the e-com space yeah it was like end of it was like middle of the summer last year everything just fucking went up in flames it was like oh amazon's mm-hmm. fucking shutting everybody down walmart shut everybody mm-hmm. down so we lost yeah. all this money we refunded uh like walmart clients and it was it was, again it was a it was a nightmare and mm-hmm. it was like and you know, not to talk numbers, but like you got the homie discount. Some people played 20, 30K. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that was a lot more money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and those guys are in the same position that you are. So it's like, not, and again, it's just, yeah, it was a nightmare and I still feel bad about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost awkward to talk about it with like other people. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, sorry. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think people even have the stomach to even talk about losses. It's because it's yeah. hard to, even for a girl, it's like, yeah, we don't like losing money. Like no yeah. one does, but I've lost much more money before that so it kind of got me to here yeah so it kind of softens like the blow a little bit because it it builds like my skin because yeah because before like the first time i lost money in business oh my god i cried for like months what was the business it it was bad (laughs) like it's something it was was the people no 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 that one i was i was making a lot of money it was (laughs) something rich (laughs) it was the people i should have never been involved with yeah just making some bad moves and never woke up the same. It was like a trauma. Yeah. Like that's kind of stuck with me forever. That was like and my it, last flip. Yeah. And it, it still like haunts me. And I'm like, can I trust myself to make this decision? Is because yeah. you don't really understand like how soul sucking it is to take a loss and then like realize you took a loss and then lived in denial. Yeah. I lived in denial for like two years. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. And it's it's gone. This, this numbers on a screen. It's gone. Like if it blows up, it's gone. Like yeah. what are you gonna do? It's just numbers gone. Yeah. What's um? Yeah. I don't know if this is invasive. What what? How are you making money right now? What's your like business? Your main business right now? I um, you... I cut out, I cut that off, and we're going to multifamily, and then now I'm doing this podcast. 
Okay. So I'm on my life vest right now. Yeah. But I'm finally doing something that I feel more yeah. connected to and okay. intuitively like guided towards. So you're but in the multifamily, you're just trying to buy like apartments or something. Yeah. Okay. Are you just raising private capital? Yeah. Okay. Raising you, do you money. have any of your own houses right now? Your primary, right? You own your primary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was gonna talk to you like oh, off camera. Yeah. <laughs> we can sit here and talk about that shit all well, day. Well, we can talk on camera. Okay. Yeah, but um, so that's why I understand the six months on the life vesting is yeah. because there's months like this to where like I'm fine. Like I'm so grateful. Yeah. That I have a life vest that most people don't. Yeah. How did you make your life vest? Like when? What was the business that you were able to stack some cash away? Um, it's overall. Yeah. Like I still have residual, even though I did lose a yeah. lot of money, but I still have enough liquid to like yeah. carry me through months like this. Is because yeah. I live pretty frugally. Like yeah. I never really weird. like weird, right? Frugal. That's the value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because I was blowing a lot of money in my twenties too. It's because I was making so much money that Wet I became Republic. really no. I, I wasn't here, dude. <laughs> Have a bottle girl uh, but i think those values kind of stayed with me it's because yeah. i lost my ways for a few years when i started making a lot of money yeah and then i lost my ways for like four years and i looked back well luckily it's not too much because again not yeah. a lot of people have that life vest yeah and like if this had happened at the beginning of my business career i probably would have been spooked and just got went back to having a job so it's like again i can understand why a lot of people get scared of the business thing because mm-hmm. it's like it's scary. If, if, if you have, like, a really bad mess up at the very beginning, mm-hmm. it could just scare you away from business in general. And you'll never yeah. – and you'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to do a good job. Yeah. I'm- and, yeah, like that – luckily, I, my – while I was finally getting into a successful business, I was still in the military. So I had, like, that mm-hmm. – pass, not passive. I had that check from the military coming mm-hmm. in every month, and that covered my expenses. So I could run the business and just fuck up and learn and learn and learn. Mm-hmm. But if you – don't have that and you have a regular job and then you fuck up the business and you're losing all your money and then it's like and, and that's fucked. the very first time you'll mm-hmm. never do a business again yeah so it's like and i know a lot of people that got spooked and then they're like fuck this i'm just gonna get a job yeah because they're like entrepreneurship you is get addicted to that everyone. paycheck <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like nice you're like it's guaranteed it's not the money it's the stability you know who the last person to get paid for get paid in his warehouse is you me and it's like it's fucking it's crazy so i'm like that makes sense. I'm like, and it's like, yeah, the business owner has the biggest risk, so they should get the biggest reward. But it's like, I got to pay rent. I got to pay utilities. I got to pay the employees first. I got to mm-hmm. pay inventory. I got to pay materials. All of that has to get paid for before I can even pull a dollar out. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. Like that, like, and people, and everybody glorifies being a business owner. I was like, I'm the last motherfucker to get paid. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not fun. Like, it's. You're uh, leading an entire business and a team, too. Yeah. And I'm like, you okay, know. like, this, this shit. It's all, it's all cool, right? It's all cool on social media. Like, yeah, whatever, business owner, but shit's, shit's rough, especially right now. Like, yeah. yeah. And that was my failure is that I was an operator in the business, and once I removed myself, I realized there was no business because it was me the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, And as much as I was, like, consulting and having other people do my stuff, like, outsource everything, yeah. I miss being in it. Yeah. It's because I'm like, what the fuck you do I do with my life? You essentially owned a job is what they say, right? Yeah. Like, you, you don't, like it's a business, but... but I enjoyed it. You, but you're like, you own a job, and that's yeah. what I was doing, too, at one point. It's like, mm-hmm. if you can't remove yourself from the business, mm-hmm. I think everybody says it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not a business and i'm like yeah it is it's just you're fucking working and you're wearing i mean if hats. you enjoy it there's no problem Nothing being an operator it. yeah as I long mean, as you're I'm happy operator. i like operating, exactly but at the same time it's like why do people get into business right they want to make money why do you want to make money to have free time why do you want to have free time because you want to hang out with people you fucking want to hang out with want to have a lifestyle family, love whatever mm-hmm. so it's like yeah like i want to hang out with my kids kids 
and the, the family. Um, so it's like, yeah, being an operator is cool, but if it really just takes 25, 24-7 to run your business, then it's mm -hmm. not worth it. Yeah. At that point, you might as well get a fucking job. <laughs> but I don't know. That's my opinion. Everybody has In their own opinion. In six months, I might come work here, bro. <laughs> I might be <laughs> bankrupt by then, so... <laughs> So, so we're gonna my, get matching bankruptcies, job. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, talking about bankruptcy, like, like I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. We we live in a country where you can just hit reset. Yeah, your credit's fucked, but you can just rebuild it. it takes five six years, but looking at look at it in a long enough time horizon, it's like no other country in the world. I don't not that I know of. I was like, why don't you leave the country and do business? Can you fucking hit the reset button? No. You're yeah. stuck with that shit. Here, you can go into all the debt, fucking take all the risks. Worst case scenario, you fall bankruptcy. And mm. you start over. Starting over isn't that bad. If you mm. already know how to run a business, you probably, you can fall bankruptcy and just like keep some cash, you know, in, in cash under the mattress so they can't take that away and then start over. But it's like, and that's scary for sure because it's so hard to get a loan. It's going to be hard mm -hmm. to get. It's going to be, it's going to take you five to seven years just to get back on your feet. But you can hit reset. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people, especially if you have like a partner that mm -hmm. you're like not married to. Motherfucker, one of you file bankruptcy. <laughs> and then you're good. It's like, yeah, it's like you got you to play chess, you know? <laughs> but I mean, I would, if I wasn't married, I'd be like, yo, look, like this shit didn't work. I'm going to file bankruptcy. We're going to use your credit to survive and shit. Dope. Yep. But. Anyways, that's just my two cents. We should probably throw a disclaimer that this is not financial advice this or is business advice. advice. This is not this, financial advice. Do what I say. <laughs> but uh, anyways, don't actually not financial advice. I'm I'm poor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was oh. like the realest conversation ever. Yeah, I guess. How long I have we been talking? What's I don't know. I just want to oh, get sued for hour? shit, dude. Mm -hmm. well, that's not bad. It's an hour. Minus yeah. like five minutes of me getting up and stuff. And your zipper was like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got anything else? You know, you know. My, did I tell you my Instagram got deleted? Oh, yeah. I was there. I was like, hey, some Instagram user tried to tag me. What yeah. Happened? Well, that was that was me because I got to have to make a new one. I am Luis Peraza. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask you at the end, but yeah. yeah. No, um, I oh, just want to thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, you cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Your editor's um, going to watch this like, what the fuck yeah. is it? Um, yeah. You got anything I else? I anything forgot, you didn't touch on? I feel like, like uh, what is it called? It, it like, uh, how, do you, how do I explain it? Like, we didn't... Uh, never mind, I'm blanking. blanking. <laughs> Are you blacking out? Yeah. Leave that in there. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, you got podcasting you know, is not for everyone. No, I quit. Yeah. yeah, three episodes in, I quit. Yeah, I, it's no, fun. I'm excited to hear your podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited too. I think it'll be cool. I think I gotta learn. I got a lot to learn as far as being a host, but I think it'll be super mm -hmm. cool to just you know learn to be a host and mm -hmm. start reaching out to people, have people on. Yeah, yeah. one percent better every day. Yep. That's all I can hope for TV for me. turned off again. <laughs> Just turn it off. <laughs> and so outro. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I just want to acknowledge you for being here today. And thanks for your time. You know, valuable resource. Of course. Might get matching bankruptcies later on. Who knows? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Let's not get there. No. <laughs> Let's swim to that boat together, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I hope you got some value 
you know, from today. I know we like shoot the shit a lot, but at the same time, like it's really enlightening to actually talk to another entrepreneur that is open and transparent about the failures and all of the hardship it takes to actually pursue entrepreneurship because it's it is for everyone, but it's not for I guess what is that called? Like the weak stomach or something? Yeah, you gotta have a strong stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Um, stay fit, stay frugal. I am Tani Nguyen. You can find me on IG at Tanisaurus. And you can find him on Instagram at I am Luis Barraza. Peace. <laughs>